morning, everybody. If you know Lorreen Button, she has some valuables in her hand. If you lost something valuable like a ring or something, she's got it. Amen. So good to see everybody here today. This is our annual business meeting, and I promise you, you've never been to a business meeting like this one. We're going to have some fun. And we're still talking about what the Lord's saying, and, and, and it's all about choosing faith. Any, anybody interested in who God's interested in? All right. Are you, are you sure? Because if you're not, because there's some, there's some people God's interested in that might bother you. But God can help you not be bothered. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Anybody ready to let God today? So thank you for being here today. And we're going to have some fun and talk about a few things just before I give you what heaven gave me this morning. Amen. And so that being said, uh, I want to consider some 2022 information for those who are in our fellowship. And these numbers will encourage the guests that are here today to let you know God's still at work in this earth doing things. Amen. They're awesome. Now, New Life Fellowship is IRS compliant, and we are submitted to our government and doing things correctly. That's being submitted to God. Amen. Regardless of your political persuasion, the Lord still sits on the throne, and he sets the magistrates up. Some of them may not do what you think is godly, amen, probably more than we know. <laughs> but God is at work and still in charge. He is in control, amen. And that being said, we submit to him and honor him because of his authority and power. It's demonstrated in the earth today. Now, you have some um, handouts that we've given. There's numbers on there. I want to just go through a few of those numbers and just, just reflect on the fact that, hey man, 2022 was a good year and we got to meet new people and we got to see God working in their lives. So our Sunday service, amen, our growth tracks and our baptismals, first timers attended Sunday service 92 last year. We had first time guests that came that we get to welcome them, amen, and they get to experience the Spirit of God attended at least one step of growth track of that 92 was 35 of them. They, 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 they made a first step, amen, at least one, and began to look into, amen, what God was asking from them. They completed all four, four steps plus paperwork, 22 of them did. And of the 92, amen, that uh, attended, well, at least 57 were baptized, they got wet. Amen. They declared their commitment to the Lord. 21 days of prayer. Anybody know anything about 21 days of prayer? If you haven't experienced that, you want to be a part of that. That's a good time to group and do small groups together. Amen. Uh, January attendance, somewhat better than our August attendance. And the reason is we don't have a lot, a lot of morning people. So in January, we do an evening prayer, 21 days of prayer, and there was um, 89 average. That was the average that came uh, or that participated. 
in person, an average of 48, online 41. Amen. They were getting serious about connecting. And the August attendance, an average in person was 30, and the average online was 36. I'm just going to stay at home and get online. Amen. Small groups, the winter spring semester, we had eight groups, 52 participants. Amen. Y'all get ready. This small group thing is about to explode. We need Jesus. There's something about if I need him, guess where he's going to be? Where two or three gather and honor his name. I am in there, that midst. Summer semester, July, June and July, four groups, 42 participants. Fall semester, we had 10 groups, 76 participants. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, that, that means it's growing, it's moving the right direction. Equip, that's a very important grouping because that's where discipleship happens on another level. The winter spring semester, amen, we have 15 participants in the freedom equip class. If you need freedom in your life, you want to participate in our freedom equip. It's powerful. Being free is a kingdom of God thing. The summer semester, amen, we had 14 participants in the prophetic personalities. I want you to keep this in mind. If Jesus is in his house, he's the prophet, he's the apostle, he's the teacher, the pastor, the evangelist. He needs an available vessel, amen, so that he can finish what he started. So prophetic personalities, when we talk about the prophetic, we're talking about encouraging people. Ah, does anybody like to be encouraged? Amen. I want Jesus in your life working so that you can encourage me and validate and confirm what he's already telling me because Jesus is talking to everybody. And if we'll get tuned in for station identification, ah, host the presence of God and trust him with what he's given us, you're going to encourage people. It's an encouraging word. It's not spooky. It's not weird. It's the kingdom. It's who he is. So I'm calling all the prophets to get up and get ready. We're fixing to have fun for Jesus. Fall semester, the Ignite Group equipped class, 17 participants. If you need igniting, you want to be a part of that. Amen. You are called, commanded by God Amen, to the, to the mission of the kingdom. Pastor, you ain't got to preach all this to us. Yes, I do. And I'm not preaching to nobody. I'm, 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 I'm telling you that God chose you to go into all the world and preach the gospel, to baptize and make disciples. It's how you're fulfilled. We're stewards of the kingdom. We own nothing. He owns it all. We're in possession of something that's called treasure, the presence of God. Let him work through you. Amen. That's healthy growth, ladies and gentlemen. So from God's perspective, this is what really happened in 2022. How many of you have a testimony of being physically healed? Would you stand in 2022? Stand up if you got physically healed in 2022. All right. 
All right, anybody got a financial blessing, you got a raise or whatever in your job, stand up. All right, keep standing. That's good. So who got emotionally healed in 2022? Your relationship got healed in 2022. You prayed for somebody and they received a healing and a miracle. Stand up if that happened in your life. You, come on. You led a small group in 2022. Would you stand with someone else? Do it by twos, ladies and gentlemen. You prophesied to someone in 2022 and you confirmed what they were already hearing. Would you stand? Amen. How many took a step of boldness to follow Jesus in making others great in 2022? Would you stand? You can be seated. Jesus is alive and well. Amen. And none of these things can happen unless he's present. And I, I, the Lord wants me to encourage you to really hear today. Give him an ear that can hear today. Would you do that? Every one of you have what it takes to give him an ear. Now, I can tell you what's going to happen if, when you start really giving him an ear to hear. <laughs> when you do that, the enemy that don't like you, that's been hiding behind the number one idol we worship, called self, he hides behind self-will and self-worship. It's called a religious spirit. And he's very convincing because when he makes you feel like you're in charge, ah, anybody ever done that before? No, you don't have to raise your hand. I'll raise mine. And I've got scars in my life, ladies and gentlemen. And every scar in my life was necessary for me to get a revelation of how much daddy loves me. I worshiped that guy in the mirror so much. I was able to find out God was in charge eventually. Humility is a powerful dynamic. Being contrite, being submitted is a beautiful thing for him because it gives him access to his house and allows him to be comforted and find his rest. As long as I'm trying to be in control, he gets tired. God gets tired, yes. God gets wearied of loving me when I won't return the love back to him. Does that mean he quits? No. He's long-suffering. He's patient. He just, ain't, he just loves us. He's, he's so into us, he just won't quit coming. But it, it wearies him because he's given everything, and he's just asking for one thing, my heart. And if I'll give him my heart, I get the best of the kingdom. It's like the best is the lottery. When we give him our heart, it's a guaranteed lottery. It's a guaranteed win. It's peace and joy that is beyond your comprehension. And so the, the, the need 
to be in charge is the evidence of self-worship. And that don't stop. It just keeps coming at us all the time. And so why do we have a vision statement at New Life? Why do we have a mission statement, a purpose statement at New Life Fellowship? Why do we teach the cultures of the kingdom? It's on, on hand, anybody got the handouts? Y'all didn't get no handouts? Ouch. I, wow. On your way out today, if you're, yeah, that counts. On your way out today, if you will pick up the vision, mission, purpose statements and the cultures that we teach here, and if you're serious, take some time and let God talk to you about why we do these things. But I want to say it this way. None of these things matter if we don't host his presence. Without him, no matter what vision statement you have, it can be the truth. It don't matter what plan of action you got in place. As much as I love plans of actions and protocols, if you don't have him, you don't have anything. With him, all things are possible. And I'm thankful that we have a vision, mission, and purpose statement in this house to rally together in unity over because it's really God showing us a platform of principles and precepts that are true. They reveal identity. Amen. And each one of us individually may go after identity different than the other, but there's something to be said about unity of spirit. Amen? Hosting the presence of God. Building kingdom culture. It's wonderful. Amen? And so, because God's given me something to really encourage you with, I'm going to move into that and let you decide whether or not you're serious about vision, mission, and purpose and culture. Pick it up on the way out. Amen? I will not be deterred. Amen. Following the pattern set by Jesus to group, to be together, where two or three gather in honor of my name, I am there. Try to do it by yourself. See what happens. It's not good for man, including one man. To be alone. He didn't send them out alone. He sent them out in twos. Minimum twos. It's important you catch this. And it wasn't the ones that you choose to be with. You see, we're talking about choosing faith. Oh, this is so important. Everybody's getting tweaked a little bit. Does anybody have a preference of who you want to be around? Jesus? Okay, I got you. I agree with you. You want to be with Jesus? All right. Let's find out where he's at. And he may go to someone else you don't like. Got to catch this. So it's not about 
my will. It's about his will. Amen. I'm going to read you one passage, and I'm, I'm, uh, it's, it's important you get this. It, it reads this way in, in Romans 12 and 3. For I say, through the grace given me to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself or herself more highly than he or she ought to think, but to think soberly. As God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. How much is a measure? I'm going to help you today. Amen. It can be all kinds of different sizes in scriptures, but when you find out who the measuring rod is and that he's given to everyone the same measure he gave to Christ, uh-oh, spaghetti-o. Boy, I dated myself just then. <laughs> Jesus says it this way. If you have faith the size of a grain of mustard seed, get your mind off of the size of the mustard seed. Get it off. You can say to whatever the challenge is, Enough's enough. You're going to be moved. Right? It's not about the size. It's about the potential. Somebody said, man, I got faith. Okay, you got a lot of potential. What's got to happen? Why you got to go there? For that seed and its potential that be realized it's got to die. Got to die. That means atmosphere, climate, soil conditions all come in played on it. I can stop right here because half of you saying, okay, I, I got you. It's got to die. Everybody in this room has the potential to move every mountain that's ever been in your life. Everybody in this room. You have the potential to have multiple testimonies, not tomorrow, but in the moment that you're existing right now. If things are pushing back on you and things ain't happening according to the way you want it to happen, let me encourage you. Amen. You need to double check, do I really believe? Because if I believe, what comes with that is trust. It said right there as you read with me, don't think of yourself more than you ought. Go check it out. He said, be mindful of your attitude. Because you've been given a measure of faith that'll take care of everything. If the attitude and the atmosphere and the soil conditions are right and you let the seed die, 
germination happens. Ah, oh, the chap, you know, the problem with the shell, it, it, it breaks. It's off now. And all that potential begins to go into the soil with roots. And you let the tree grow, and it's going to produce some fruit now, isn't it? And going to be a lot more seed. Everybody has been given the same measure as Christ. This is so important, right? You got to catch this. And Jesus said, unless a grain of corn fall to the ground and die, it abides, it abides alone. But if it die, it can bring how much? Hundredfold, sixtyfold, third, depending on the conditions of the soul. I might have an attitude. I might not want to be around you. I can't, I can't do small group with you. Therein lies the question. Am I dead to my will? And so Jesus shows us how to take faith and let it die. You see, faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. So let me encourage you here. Do you have any hope today? Oh, you got some potential. I know several of you that have vision. I know several of you that will write the vision down. You're so serious about vision. I know several of you won't quit talking about it. Amen. That's the very... Important, you catch this, but unless you let the seed die. You know, Jesus had some hope when he came in flesh, didn't he? God in flesh had a big old plan and had a wonderful message. He had hope, and he took the cross with that hope because he could see it. And he died. What did he pray in, the, in his prayer closet, so to speak? What did he pray? Not my will, but thy will be done. Are we ready for a miracle? God has spoken to you, and he's given you Yes, I feel it. I know this is God. Mm. And you've got it. You caught it. You got it. But you won't let it die first. Why, why Pastor? Why, you don't want to, and I'm not, talking about, I'm not talking about faith except I'm talking about the potential. It's called seed. But you're holding on to the seed and you won't let it go. You won't release it so it can fall to the ground and die. Because if you don't let it die, the hope you have can't happen. The miracle that you're looking for in the relationship, 
the person you love that you know is going through it right now, the need that you have what in whatever area it is depends on once you get the, the breath of God, let him take over. Let him be in control. Let go. Let go. Quit trying to tell God about your interest in others. He, he's not interested in hearing about He knows where that's coming from. It's coming from darkness and from flesh and self-worship. He knows it's not good for you to worship you. Your preferences and opinions don't help you. All they do is imprison you and hold you captive. But I got good preferences and I got good opinions. I believe I'm more right than they are. Whoever they are. And behind your preference and your opinion and your unique makeup, which you think's awesome, is a lying spirit called religion. I didn't say denominational. I didn't say Christianity. I didn't say it's religious. You religiously serve self. You worship you and you're destroying all your joy and peace because you can't get over worshiping you. We're not here to prove a point in the Bible, y'all. I'm not here being a lawyer to try to convince you, amen, that you're wrong and I'm right. I'm letting you know about a relationship that's happening between me and daddy and one I'm trying to do away with in the mirror. And he's letting me deal with some things in my flesh that I don't like to deal with because his grace is sufficient. He needs me to experience more grace, apparently. And I would prefer not to have to experience more grace, but I need to because the only way I can know him and his mercy and his long-suffering and his love and his character, I need him. And when I need him, the guy in the mirror dies. Amen. So, ladies and gentlemen, today you just found out whether you believe it or not, as much as the enemy wants to tell you how bad you are, how much you fail, and, and if you hadn't have been a part of wherever it was yesterday that you got hidden in the closet, you might have could have done a something for the Lord. You might have could have been a part of something wonderful. I just encourage you right now. Amen. God has not brought up anything about your past to you. Why is it that Jesus won't talk to you about your failure? Why is it that he won't talk to you about where you messed up and why you feel depressed and shame and guilt? Why won't he talk to you about that? Because that's already been taken care of. The only one's talking about it is a liar. But he's got to convince you that the blood of Jesus ain't powerful. He's got to convince you that your sins aren't washed away. He's got to make you doubt 
the death, burial, and resurrection of the one that makes the difference. And he shed his blood and he took care of whatever the enemy's trying to take, get you to take, amen, ownership of and possession of. Failure, sin, guilt, darkness belongs to the enemy. It don't belong to anybody in this room. But I was part of it, amen, and he convinced me and I joined with him and we robbed that bank. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus saw you being a part of a robbery before he died. He could see the beginning or the end from the beginning. He saw you and all that stuff and said, and you, we didn't even exist yet. He saw it. Whew. Come on, relax, y'all. And he went and took everything that he saw from the beginning, paid it off. Because he knew that you needed to go through that so you'd need him. And so the son, spirit, embodied in flesh, called son, is praying. I really prefer to drink another cup. We got another cup here? Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. And the prayer was not a lay me down to sleep prayer. He anguished. And some of y'all think, man, no, we don't know. None of us. And, and, and several of us have been through some stuff that's painful. And there's been some anguish, but not on his level. He wrestled with that until his sweat became like, it was, his blood was oozing out of his pores. That's how much stress he was under. Do y'all catching this? So that you wouldn't have to deal with the stress no more. And so everybody in this room has hope. Everybody. Someone may have it a little bit more than the other because... Maybe they've been through a little bit more than the other, a little bit more pain, and they've got a little bit more open to God coming, and, and they've decided, I'm going to give him the ear. I'm going to give it to him, and I'm going to say, Lord, open up my sight so I can see. And when we give him our ear and we hear what the Spirit is saying, the eyes of our understanding start opening. So I'm excited about this moment in time right now because I'm looking at several of you. You're making decisions right now that the enemy's like, oh, my goodness, I've lost, I've lost charge. They're giving charge over the Spirit of God right now. This is exciting. Now, I want to help you. There's, there's, there's three important reasons why in his name is so important to you. 
We all need to catch this. It's a hip you. Every knee and every every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he, Jesus, is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Is that true? I mean, it's written in letter form. And your spirit, man, since you're wired by God, you should have like, no, that's true. I can't tell you why, but I know it's true. And so why would I want to be pushing back when every knee's going to bow anyway? I'm, a, I'm just going to go ahead and bow it today. Forget bow. Man, I'm, I'm holding on. I'm not going to bow. Well, you're going to do it eventually. So I encourage you, now is the appointed time. Now is the day of salvation. Just bow it today. And confess, and I'm not just talking about in English. I'm talking about utterance from here. Ah, a preacher told me to confess the Lord, so I did it. No, you didn't get it then. You didn't get it. But when you feel this right here, ah, it's right here. Ah, you can feel this pressure. You don't know. Why, I don't know why that's there. That's weird. <laughs> well, okay, weird might hit, do. Weird might help you then. <laughs> you need to get delivered of normal. <laughs> well, you know why you like that? Because it's the truth. That's why we like it. We want the truth to set us free. And the idea of what you perceive to be normal, if it's attached to denominationalism, uh, Christianity, and well, why are you picking on Christianity? I'm not picking. I'm pricking, picking on religious spirits that won't allow Jesus to be Lord is what I'm talking about. Let me say it this way. I'm picking on that guy in the mirror that won't let him be in charge. Amen. And so in the name of Jesus can be associated completely with being in the presence of God. Oh, yeah. Let me say it again. Where two or three gather together, I'm in their... When they, when they gather together to honor my name, to honor my name, I'm in their midst. Now, I've gathered with two or three, not in honor of his name before. Was he there? Hmm. But if I'm with two or three in honor of his name, now what are we honoring? We're honoring what he came and did on our behalf. We're honoring the fact that we're stewards of the good news. I'm not here today to talk about Wall Street. I'm here to talk about Jesus and what he did. Wall Street ain't going to save nobody. Wall Street will get you in trouble. Jesus will get you out of trouble. And if you're at Wall Street and you're doing stock, I'm, I'm not preaching against none of that stuff. But I am preaching for you being happy, full of joy, full of peace, and being God's man and woman. Okay? In his name. Now, it's not a suggestion that we're called by his name. That's his plan. But if I'm going to be called by his name, amen, and I'm going to honor his name, 
and understand that in the name of Jesus, the devils, they got to go. Amen. I'm not doing that because I want the devils to run. It's just they ain't got a choice. I'm in his name because I found out who he says I am. And he couldn't finish some things on purpose. He, it was God's plan. He tells them face to face, these things that you see me do, you're going to do greater. Why? Because I'm going to die. I'm I'm, I'm going to die, y'all. It's not my will. This was planned long before time began. And he saw this moment. Let me ask you, you know, what did they say about Jesus? No one can do these miracles unless God be with him. When's the last time somebody said that about you? Oh, get ready. They're about to. As uh, T.D. Jakes would say, get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready right now. If you're praying for the rain, prepare for the rain. Get ready because God's about to come in a fashion in all of our lives that an attraction from heaven is going to hit hearts of people around you and they're going to want to know what you got that they ain't got. And a lot of them go to church. Pastor, why do you have to always go there? Because everybody is religious on some level or not. And again, let me remind you, the greatest church for most people is the person in the mirror. Self-worship. I've got an opinion. I've got a preference. And I think I deserve to be heard. Who told you that? Who told you that? I, I heard the same voice. I know a lot of stuff. I got a lot of information. I believe it's pretty correct, and I do. I have, to, I have to watch myself. It's not the kind of information that causes people to say, hey, 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 hey. No one can do these things except God be with him. All of a sudden, that information is not that important to me no more because I want to know myself that God has access to his house and that I'm hosting his presence. And when I'm hosting his presence, I'm always going to hang out with anyone and everyone that wants to honor his name. True? And so the first thing that I need to realize is that Jesus wants us to do what he exampled us to do. Amen? And Jesus... The Son of God in flesh, God in flesh walks into water and he gets baptized. Oh, that's not necessary though. Well, if it was necessary for God in flesh, the Son of God to go down in water, where did I get the idea that's not really necessary? And then his command, anybody says, you know, I believe that when Jesus commands, you need to do what he commands. You need to go follow me. And when you follow me, you're going to go baptize and make disciples. It's not a suggestion. And when you're baptized, you shall be saved. 
Is that what it says? He that believeth on me and is baptized, the same shall be. I've seen lots of people confess the Lord and not get baptized, and they were told they were saved. I'm not God, y'all. That's God's job. My job is to tell you what the Lord told me to tell you. And I'm just repeating what I hear him say. He that believeth and is baptized, the same shall be saved. And he that believeth not shall be condemned. You see the religious spirits of our world? They'll explain away a command from Jesus himself. So follow his example. That's the number one reason you want to be in the name because when you get in the name, amen, you can't help, amen, but host the presence of God. When he come up out of that water, what descended on him? The Spirit of God like a dove, and it abode there. And a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. Do you, do you, do you want people to hear God speak out of you? follow Jesus if he's walking to the water you walk in the water right behind him so that when God gets through baptizing you in water in spirit and in fire you'll be able to say what a son says and God will be glorified amen when we're baptized into him Amen. In his name, amen, some things happen. Amen. And we're, we're willing to go there because we want those things to happen. What's one of the things that happens when you get baptized in his name? You're from, you, you, you leave darkness into light. You come out of death into life. Come on, you're buried with him in baptism. Amen. And you're raised. Come on, come on. When you get filled with the Spirit, ladies and gentlemen, you get eternal life, more life, everlasting life, the river of life. Come on, capital L-I-F-E. And if you're dealing with a conscience right now that's beat up and you're just like, man, you're just always warring over your conscience. It's just beating you up. Baptism is for a clear conscience. Oh, I was baptizing 40 years ago. Okay. But since that and here, somehow you got really dirty. <laughs> and all that dirt, those dirty spirits just kept beating you up and making you feel more dirty. And you're going to church because you're hoping that'll count. <laughs> got to die to that one too. The Lord wants you to be his church. And he wants to clear your conscience. What did he tell the church in the book of Revelation, the first church? I got a few more minutes. I'm going to give you the third one, and then we're going to all get wet probably. <laughs> what did he tell the first church? You've left your first love. Now, he's all in. Jesus is all in, right? And he tells his bride... You left your first love. And he says, I'm on, I'm, 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 give me your ear. Aren't we the bride of Christ? 
We want to make sure we give him our ear, right? Go back and do your first work. Your first works. The only works that we can do is repent and go back down in water. He takes it from there. Oh, by the way, it's in Scripture. They were baptized into repentance before Jesus went to the cross. And John and, and, and Paul finding certain disciples, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? And they were believers in Jesus. And they said, we have not even heard whether they be a Holy Spirit. He said, then what were you baptized into? Well, we were baptized into John's baptism, unto repentance. He's oh, let's go get baptized again. The name of Jesus. And when they went back down in the water and they were baptized, old things were passed away, all things become new. And they come up out of that water, life came in. And Jesus found his resting place, and he was comforted. And out of their belly flowed rivers of living water, and they began to prophesy and speak with tongues. And ah, y'all tracking? Yes, Lord. And when you get baptized, it's an open proclamation to all. Well, no, my, 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 my faith is private. Yeah, okay. Yeah, your faith can be private, but, amen, when you, when you connect with him, amen, it has to be proclaimed. When I married that girl right there, I'm a guy. I would have rather, you know, been a little less people involved and, more secluded and but then there was a part of me that says, hmm, I want everybody to know. That's my girl. Is anybody tracking yet? I wanted to declare to everybody, that's my girl right there. And the Lord wants to know if you'll declare to everybody who he is to you. Now, I know some of you are thinking dinner's about ready here. Grandma's probably texting you and saying, hey, it's on the table. I got you. Pastor, you finna make this good. I'm not making nobody. I'm inviting you today to be in his name. When I say that, to host his presence. I'm encouraging right now, let the seed fall to the ground and die. There's potential here today. But if the climate and the atmosphere is not right, it won't germinate. If the soil conditions is not where it belongs, you can't expect any fruit. And there's something about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, the name that's above every name. Did you know his father gave him that name? And God revealed his name all the way from the very beginning. He keeps reading, keeps going up. Keep going. And finally, the
the name that's above every name of our Father, He bestows it on His Son. Isn't that interesting? Ain't a name that competes with the name of Jesus. And when you're in that presence on another level. Now, for you that's afraid that you may have to drive home wet, you don't have to. We got, get, we got dry clothes back there, towels. Pastor, I might, I might get some kind of disease that's been at baptistry if somebody else had been in it. It's got a filtering mechanism that filters all the mess out. But I encourage you just to have faith. <laughs> Let the seed fall to the ground. Well, I want my family members to see it. Anybody got an iPhone? Ah, we got that covered too. Ladies and gentlemen, I encourage you. I know several of you are dealing with a guilty conscience. You're dealing with shame. You're dealing with pain. You're dealing with things in your life you don't want to deal with no more. And Daddy's saying to all of us, we, we're owned by him. We're owned by him. Let's, do, let's go back to your first words. You've lost your first love. Let me give you that back so that you're not guessing. Let me give you something that'll take you over the top. Money can't answer it. Nothing in this world can compete with what I was to give you today. Now, this is the 2023 20, business meeting. It's Daddy's Kingdom business meeting. And we honored our magistrates and our IRS. And, and for all you that are faithful in being wholehearted and part of the kingdom, you have access to anything you need to see. We're transparent. Amen. And the church board will talk to you about anything you want to talk about because we ain't got nothing to hide. We're about our Father's business. Amen. Y'all are in process right now. The dynamics in this room is about to explode. It's, it's an explode. It's, you can feel it. It's, and you may not get a seat before long because people are hurting. And they're looking for what you're enjoying right now in the presence level. It's okay if we have to stand against the wall. It's okay, isn't it? It's about daddy's kids. And he wants me to say, he sees you. He's looking right at you. Amen. And he wants you to be one of his kids. That means all this responsibility, things you've been under, all this load you've been under, ain't from your daddy. It's from a lying daddy. If you're wore out and beat up and you've been working hard for Jesus, you've been working for the wrong Jesus. That Neo Jesus, that other Jesus, will make a slave out of you. But the true Jesus, he ain't beating nobody up. He gives life and it more abundantly. Amen. Can we stand?
Now, anybody knows Marcia? She leads the charge over there on that baptismal tank. But that water, I know it's kind of like, man, what a foolish thing to walk down in water. Yep. But God chose the foolish things of the world to confound the, the wise. If you're fully a genius today and you're beat up, you're going to be confounded what happens if you go in that water and you're baptized in his name. And it's worth it. And you, you, you still get to be a genius when you walk out of the water. You still get to have that IQ when you walk out. It's just now you get to be a kid finally and live. Amen. And if you don't want to be baptized today, that's okay too. Relax. God does not push anybody in the water. All he does is say, come unto me, you that are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. What's that covenant? To be married to him, to be in fellowship with him, is so light and easy. Anybody ready to enjoy your walk with Jesus? Where you don't sweat, you're not working yourself down, but you're just walking with him. And we get to be kids. Anybody ready for that? You ready for your marriage to be healed? I got one or two amens just then. Every marriage, every marriage, every marriage in this room and in the world needs more Jesus. Every marriage. I love you. God bless you. The prayer team and whoever can join me up here can join. We're just going to spend some time. Guests, thank you for coming. But we're not through yet. Amen. There's some more miracles about to happen. We, you can be dismissed if you need to leave. Thank you for being with us. But let's turn our hearts towards heaven right now. And let's let the Lord just begin to Give us the hug we all need today in his name. Can we turn our hearts to heaven right now? Amen. God, have your way. I encourage you to receive his spirit on another level. In Jesus' name.